0: August 12th, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 25 through 40. Now, about the young women who are not yet married, I, Paul, do not have a command from the Lord for them. But the Lord in his kindness has given me wisdom that can be trusted, and I will share it with you. Because of the present crisis, I think it is best to remain just as you are. If you have a wife, do not end the marriage. If you do not have a wife, do not get married. But if you do get married, it is not a sin. And if a young woman gets married, it is not a sin. However, I am trying to spare you the extra problems that come with marriage. Now let me say this, dear brothers and sisters. The time that remains is very short. So husbands should not let marriage be their major concern. Happiness or sadness or wealth is should not keep anyone from doing God's work. Those in frequent contact with the things of the world should make good use of them without becoming attached to them, for this world and all it contains will pass away. In everything you do, I want you to be free from the concerns of this life. An unmarried man can spend his time doing the Lord's work and thinking how to please Him, but a married man can't do that so well. He has to think about his earthly responsibilities and how to please his wife. His interests are divided. In the same way, a woman who is no longer married or has never been married can be more devoted to the Lord in body and in spirit, while the married woman must be concerned about her earthly responsibilities and how to please her husband. I am saying this for your benefit, not to place restrictions on you, I want you to do whatever will help you serve the Lord best, with as few distractions as possible. But if a man thinks he ought to marry his fiancée because he has trouble controlling his passions, and time is passing, it is all right. It is not a sin. Let them marry. But if he has decided firmly not to marry, and there is no urgency, and he can control his passion, he does well not to marry. So the person who marries does well, and the person who doesn't marry does even better. A wife is married to her husband as long as he lives. If her husband dies, she is free to marry whomever she wishes, but this must be a marriage acceptable to the Lord. But in my opinion, it will be better for her if she doesn't marry again, and I think I am giving you counsel from God's Spirit when I say this.
1: Good morning, everyone. This is Mike Wells coming to you live down in Lancaster and uh, really have something on my heart this morning. As I was walking, um, I just had this brief memory of 15 years ago. And 15 years ago, I was pretty much walking on the streets of, of downtown Columbus homeless. And Some of you have heard me say this, and I'll never forget it, but I remember when I was walking around, I had a book bag, and in that book bag was a towel, change of clothes and and some hygiene products, and it was a black book bag, and it went everywhere with me, and so I would stay at the shelter in the evenings, and this was, I believe, during the the wintertime, and I would be very cold and so I'd use that towel in my book bag as a blanket and in order to prop my head up that book bag became my pillow. And the reason why I bring that up today is because I think sometimes when life is going pretty decent, pretty good, we got some sobriety, it's easy to forget where we came from. We're so infatuated with the uh, the front window looking out that we forget to look in the rear view mirror to see where we came from and as I, I see this happen over the years and this has happened in my life as well is that sobriety, that that reconnection with people that love us, uh, and they begin to affirm us, you know, we get 30 days of clean time, or a couple months, we start learning about ourselves, we start learning the Word of God, we can even recite a couple scriptures, congratulations, let's all give ourselves a round of applause, but the reality is that we don't have it together, and when we start putting our hands on our recovery. Meaning when we start thinking that we can do something without God or we think that we can take hold of this transformation that is happening within us, that is the very thing that got us to the end of ourselves. That is the very thing that got me to the place where I was walking downtown Columbus with my book bag and I was staying warm with a towel, a green towel, laying my head on a book bag to give some sort of comfort. And so when you and I start thinking that we're doing something or we've got something, we do, it's the Holy Spirit and He is in control. And when we start thinking that we can put our hands on that, That's when we start taking control and we steer that car right into the freaking ditch. And so guys, I want to encourage you, keep your hands off the wheel. Get yourself in the passenger side again. And just let God drive us. Let God drive us. You ain't got everything. You don't know and I don't know how to do things without Christ. That is you know sober that is uh, responsible and maybe we think we can do a few things but my gosh there's much more to life than just surviving there's there's a life that you can thrive and have purpose and give your family the hope in Christ don't destroy that you are a walking testimony and you are also a walking commitment and the, the example of faithfulness stay firm stay focused Stay on this path. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't throw in the towel. Don't think that you've got it because you don't. He does. I love you guys. And hopefully this is uh, inspiring. It is for me uh, as I remember what God brought me from and what he's bringing me to.